Welcome to the Word on Wednesday podcast for July 8. My name is John Mason, and I'm glad you could join us. Today we begin with a call to worship from Isaiah 55, followed by the Lord's Prayer. Catherine Jacob will bring us a reading from the New Revised Standard Version. My reflection on the theme, Hope for a Troubled Generation, will follow. Prayers drawn from an Australian prayer book, 1978, will be led by Andrew Pearson. Andrew is the Dean, Senior Minister of the Cathedral Church of the Advent, Birmingham, Alabama, and Catherine is a member of the ministry team there. Music is also from the Cathedral, under the direction of Dr. Frederick Teardew and Zachary Hicks. Now let's draw near to God with words from Isaiah chapter 55. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their way, and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them return to the Lord, so that he may have mercy on them, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Now let us pray the prayer that the Lord Jesus taught. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. A reading from Colossians chapter 1, verses 24 through 29. I am now rejoicing in my sufferings for your sake. And in my flesh, I am completing what is lacking in Christ's affliction for the sake of his body, that is, the church. I became its servant according to God's commission that was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known, the mystery that has been hidden throughout the ages and generations, but has now been revealed through his saints. To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It is he whom we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone in all wisdom so that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil and struggle with all the energy that he powerfully inspires within me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. With the continued spread of COVID-19, concerns are being raised about the mental health of many who have lost their job, experienced loneliness, or have a sense of helplessness especially young adults. They are the generation, of course, who will experience the economic impact of the pandemic on their lives, not just now, but for many years to come. So how can we help people, especially the young, find purpose and hope 
in their life. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 27, Paul the Apostle summarizes the essence of God's gospel, Christ in you, the hope of glory. In the preceding two verses and the subsequent two verses, he explains how people come to learn this and go on in this. Speaking of his own ministry, he says that he was called by God to be a minister, to serve God's people in the wider world by making the Word of God fully known. God's plan to reveal himself to the world was not through miracles, but through words, spoken and written. And Paul saw that it was his task to communicate God's self-revelation fully and faithfully. This is important. It tells us that we don't achieve a deeper insight into the Christian faith by having some mystical experience of Christ. The challenge of effective ministry is to equip people of all ages with an understanding of God's Word, so they are drawn into a true and vital relationship with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. An effective ministry on Sundays will help God's people to read the Bible for themselves. Indeed, good preaching will enable God's people to see from where and how preachers have drawn their teaching. As Paul says, the first task of ministry is to make the Word of God fully known. And so he goes on to speak of the content of his ministry. For millennia, God had kept the essentials of his plans wrapped in confidentiality. But now Paul tells us, God has chosen to declare himself. His message is for God's ancient people, the Jewish people, as well, surprisingly, for the non-Jewish world. Paul's great passion was to draw people to the heart of the gospel. Christ in you, the hope of glory. There is an amazing simplicity to this. It's the kind of marketing line advertisers dream about creating. It can be summarized in just two phrases, Christ in you and the hope of glory. On the one hand, it's about a present experience, Christ in you. On the other, it speaks about a future reality, the hope of glory. For many people, Christianity is little more than a moral rule book they must struggle to observe, or a creed they must mindlessly recite. Christianity for them is legalistic and dull. However, Paul wants us to understand that at the centre of Christianity is a relationship. Christianity is about having Christ in our lives through His Spirit. Many feel cut off from God, sometimes by feelings of failure or unworthiness, by feelings of ignorance or unbelief, or by their life situations. Well, the great news is that if you're looking for God, you don't have to despair. Something has happened that has made it possible for us to experience supernatural reality in our lives. Christ in you. And with the present experience of the indwelling of the Spirit of Christ, we also have the hope of glory. The presence of Christ in our lives now is only half the story. It's only a foretaste of something far, far greater that God has in store for His people. Christianity is not just a present experience, but a future hope. Glory is waiting for us, Paul says. So the good things we have tasted of Christ living in us now are but a tiny, tiny glimpse of our future experience 
when we'll live openly in the presence of God. The best is yet to be. Now it's important to think this through, for there are times when we will feel disappointed with the way life treats us. In fact, you may be disillusioned with Christianity because of life's experiences. You thought that becoming a Christian would solve all your problems. You may have thought that whatever was on your heart, you could put it to God and He would act. But becoming a Christian does not mean this. Our bodies are still subject to sickness and jobs are still subject to redundancy. What the Gospel message offers us in terms of life here and now is not transformed outward circumstances, but transformed inner spiritual resources. Christ in you. Outwardly, our bodies are wasting away, Paul writes elsewhere. Inwardly, we are being renewed day by day. Yes, the Bible speaks of a better world where there is no pain and frustration or loneliness and grief. But we need to understand this is a future world that we perceive by faith, not by sight. However, the hope of glory is not some vague, wistful, maybe it will happen, maybe it won't kind of hope. It's a sure, confident hope guaranteed by Jesus' own resurrection from the dead. How then can we help the many around us, especially the young generation, who feel they have no hope? We need to care for them and pray for them. We need to look for practical ways our local church can support them. For school-aged children and teens, perhaps through an after-school mentoring program which also has a Christian education component. We need to pray that we, together with our churches, will be proactive in bringing God's good news to a troubled generation so that they too may know Christ in them, the hope of glory. Let me pray for the spread of God's good news. Lord Christ, eternal word and light of the Father's glory, send your light and your truth so that we may both know and proclaim your word of life to the glory of God the Father. For you now live and reign, God, for all eternity. Amen. And now Andrew Pearson will lead us in further prayer. A prayer for all in authority. Almighty God, the fountain of all goodness, we humbly pray you to bless all who hold positions of authority and public office in every land, so that all things, especially in these uncertain times, may be ordered in wisdom, righteousness, and peace, to the honor of your holy name and the good of your church and people, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for everyone in need. O God, creator and preserver of all people, we humbly pray for all sorts and conditions of men and women, that you would be pleased to make your way known to them, your saving power among all nations. Especially we pray for the welfare of your church, that we all may be guided and governed by your good spirit, so that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. We commend to your fatherly goodness all who are in any way afflicted or distressed with any kind of sickness or sorrow, anxiety or need, 
especially we pray for family, friends, those who are known to us. Lord, we particularly pray for your comfort for those who are grieved by the loss of loved ones at this time. We pray for the ongoing research into a vaccine and cure for COVID-19. We also pray for the many who are out of work. Give wisdom and compassion to leaders, enabling them to facilitate an effective economic recovery and so provide opportunity for work for everyone. Lord, we also pray for those who are in physical, mental, or emotional danger at this time. Father, may it please you to comfort and relieve them according to their needs, giving them patience in their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. All this we ask for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, Lord of all power and might, the author and giver of all good things, Grant in our hearts the love of your name, increase in us a true faith, nourish us with all goodness, and so by your mercy keep us, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.